now. Can't remember my roommate's name, but we couldn't get into the our our room. And two exotic dancers came down the hallway and said, "Here you go. Let us give you a hand with that." How about that? I was 16. It was like, whoa. Andy Edmonton has checked in, by the way. She says, hmm, flashback. I did find glitter around an ex's house all the way into the bedroom. Now you know. No charge. This is the Rod Peterson Show. Hello, Canada. Hello, everybody. Hello, Canadian sports fans in the United States of America. Welcome to the RP Show, broadcasting live from the Great Eagle Resort and Casino Event Center. I'm your host, RP, and very excited to be joined by the co-host, LG, which stands for two things, life's good and Lee Genye. Let's bring them on in. How you doing, Lee? I am awesome, Roddy. Beautiful Thursday morning. Uh, yes. It's, kind of. We opened our eyes. That makes it a win already. Another snowy day here in Cowtown. Pull that mic right up close to you there, Lee, if you don't mind. Uh, it's funny. It's, it's our last show of the week. As we're going into Easter weekend, so we're going to, guys, going to tell you, we're going to have to uh, get ready to play the the uh, Bet Regal contest for the featured game of the entire weekend for Easter as we dole out some treats from Bet Regal, our exclusive betting partner. So that's all coming up today. In terms of guests, some of my favorite people, the commissioner of the Western Hockey League, Ron Robinson. Let's uh, ring the bell. I love Ron. He's one of my favorite people. He's going to be down here at the Great Eagle, as is Kristen Anderson, another one of my favorite people. Formerly Kristen Odlin, she's now Kristen Anderson. She follows the Flames, covers the Flames for the Calgary Sun and Herald. One day, Lee, you're going to have to explain to me what, how that, those bitter enemies became one. Will you please explain that someday? <laughs> the, the Herald and the Sun? Yeah. Well, it's it's one paper now? Oh, yeah. All owned by Pokemon. Yeah, so. Okay. Yeah. Maybe, so, maybe she can, but it's, it's yeah. a very big net. Go ahead. Yeah, Go. I mean, it's just all these media, media outlets. Uh, on coming under one umbrella so, okay yeah. eating each other up yeah yeah so it's a very big day i'll just say it right now calgary flames vegas golden knights tonight in the saddle home i've been on i've been on tingles pins and needles for a couple of days in anticipation of this game i can't tell you how great the flames have been to me and this show since we came to town so we'll have a front row seat tonight that's my featured game but i don't know yet who's gonna win i gotta put some thought into that and then to preview another big weekend in the NLL, Stephen Stamp will be with us from Lacrosse Link. Can you, can you hit the quick six show horn, please, Director Jordan? Thank you, buddy. Thank you. He is, uh, by the way, he's in the sweatpants capital, as is producer Clark. Everybody thinks we've just picked up lock, stock, and barrel and moved the show to Calgary and Florida. The guts, the brains are still in the sweatpants capital. You have to understand that. That's where... Right! Okay. Now, the other thing... Lee was in these highfalutin meetings today with TV networks and stuff. So he came in here, he breezed into the Grey Eagle, and he's like, what are we talking about? And I'm like, just don't, don't worry about it. I'll handle it, Lee. You can handle it. Tell me about the meetings. So you did. So that was all good, right? Yeah, things are going to the moon. I yeah. I love it on the TV side with this program. I know I wanted to catch you a little off guard, and we're good enough friends that I, you, the respect I have for you, I know you can handle this. But here's what everybody's talking about coming out of last night. Clayton Kershaw was in prime form. Call it perfect form in his season debut for the L.A. Dodgers, leaving no concern about the, his health after facing no resistance for the Minnesota Twins last night. When the time came for manager Dave Roberts to relieve him, Kershaw didn't put up a fight either. You all know what I'm talking about. Clayton Kershaw took a perfect game through seven innings for the Dodgers until he was pulled after 80 pitches 
dominating the Twins with 13 strikeouts and 21 batters during a 7-0 victory. After the game, Clayton Kershaw said to reporters, quote, those are selfish goals. We're trying to win. That's really all we're here for. I would have loved to have stayed, but bigger things, man, bigger things. Dave Roberts consulted with Kershaw after the sixth inning, and the three-time Cy Young Award winner told him his preference, one more inning with an 85-pitch limit. Roberts took him out. And I want to know your thoughts on the situation. Well, it's like Moneyball, right? I mean, you, it's early in the season, and you, you have to save these guys' arm. Like, I mean, you're up 7-0. Seven, seven so you need to save his arm. Uh, you know, um, that would probably be as easy, easy way to put it, right? And, um, hey, they'll be back on, back on the mound in three, four days, right? So, Okay. I didn't expect that. That's why I love having you on here, because I never know where you're going to go with stuff. And my thinking is no 24th perf- perfect game in Major League Baseball history is what he was looking at. You could tell if you saw the interview with Clayton Kershaw, he didn't want to come out. No, for sure he wouldn't. No, he, he, he wouldn't. No, and I see Steve Phillips on TSN, who I, I do like, but I sometimes wonder if I can believe what's coming out of his mouth or any of the analysts. He's saying armchair GMs and managers want to say that he should have stayed in. Mike Wilbon, on Pardon the Interruption, I'm watching that yesterday. Wilbon says, if I was Kershaw, I would have said, no, I'm not leaving the mound. Yeah, sure you would, Mike. Yeah, that's what you're going to tell your manager. No, they're in charge. You have to do what they tell you to do. Roberts is saying, I didn't want to risk him getting hurt, right? My it's point, the my, first game, Lee! I, I know, that's my point. It is early in the season. And, uh, yeah, and it, you know, you kind of take that. It is a team game. And he's, it's a long season, right? He's still got 161 games to Well, I mean, Clayton Kershaw doesn't have anything to prove to anybody. No. But the 24th perfect game in MLB history is kind of it, tough to it, take it, a guy out of. Yeah, it's, a, it's debatable. Like I said, I think you have to, uh, as a team manager there, look at the overall, the good of, you know, the, the, good of the team. And, yeah, it might be hard to swallow because, yeah, perfect game is hard to pull somebody out of for sure. I, you know... Kershaw, I can understand being incredibly upset. Everybody looking at this going, what the hell are they doing? I, I but, know. you know, but that's where great management comes in. And um, uh, Roberts, is he didn't have anything to prove either. He's already won his World Series. He's done this before. So, yeah, I just would have liked to have seen Kershaw in there. And I don't believe the analysts that say, uh, you'd, like Steve Phillips, that says, no, this was done for team first. That's my thought on that. Anyways, moving on. And hey, hey, what do you say? Tell, tell everybody that we are on the air, but not on Game Plus today. YouTube live streaming. So we welcome everybody from the Game Plus network that's come over to streaming to watch us today. Uh, I will get to your comments in a moment. I, I see everybody's geeked up. They're heading into the weekend. But I got to get through the quick six here. It's a busy day. Let's get at it. Yeah, Vladdy Guerrero Jr. shook off a bloody gash on his right ring finger to hit three home runs, including two off Yankees ace Garrett Cole in Toronto beat six, uh, New York 6-4 last night. George Springer hit a tie-breaking single in the seventh, and Toronto held off the Yankees despite homers from Anthony Rizzo, Aaron Judge, and Glabor Torres. Uh, I will say this. I, if I could have loved Vladdy anymore, I, did you see he get his hand stepped on? And to come out in Homer after that? Do you know how much that hurts? Oh, my God. That's a warrior. He's a warrior. Can we give him MVP already? Can we? Not even a week into the season. So they'll wrap up the set tonight. And I can't wait to watch it. It's a night game tonight. 
To the National Hockey League, Nathan McKinnon had three goals and two assists. Nicholas Obey-Kubel scored twice in a dominant first period in the Colorado Avalanche. Set a franchise record with their 53rd, uh, 53rd win by routing the LA Kings 9-3 Wednesday night. Calgary's Kale McCarr, he's from Calgary, plays for the Avalanche, had a goal and three assists. In Philly, Capo Caco scored a pair of goals, and Alexander Gorgiev made 28 saves to lead the New York Rangers to a 4-0 victory over the Philadelphia Flyers Wednesday night. And in Columbus, Jack Roslovich scored twice. Patrick Laine had a goal and two assists, and Columbus routed Montreal 5-1. Friend of the show, Cole Sillinger, had a goal and a helper for the Blue Jackets. I'm going to move into the NHL top five, bottom five. Speak now, or actually when I'm done, or forever hold your peace. Here's your, your top five, Lee. So pay attention. Number one team in the National Hockey League are the Colorado Avalanche. An NHL best 112 points, most talented team. They're proving it. Number two team, the Florida Panthers. 110 points, and they are the NHL's highest scoring team with 305 goals. They're going to need it with their goaltending, it appears. Number three team in the NHL, the Carolina Hurricanes. Leaders of the Met. But they're not sneaking up on anybody. That's the only thing. Number four, the Toronto Maple Leafs. 100 points are 100 points. Just go prove it in the playoff. And the fifth best team in the National Hockey League, the Calgary Flames. I believe it's clinching night tonight, Lee. Win and they're in. Any arguments with this top five? Nope. You hit it right on. Thank you, buddy. And I'm going to go with the Flames 4-3 in overtime. Over, over. Write it down. 4-3 overtime. That is Lee's official bet regal prediction for tonight's game go sign up right now at betregal.ca you can play the free sports book if you want to and you'll get 22 welcome dollars for betting this weekend with the promo code rp22 thanks for the reminder nhl bottom five are you ready 28th team in the nhl the chicago blackhawks real bad but fortunately nobody's noticed 29th team in the NHL, the Philadelphia Flyers. Last place in the Met. And historically bad season for the Flyers. Number 30, the Montreal Canadiens. Still a very good AHL team. Number 31, the Seattle Kraken. They are no longer what we thought they were, Lee. They're worse than what we thought they were going to be. And number 32, the worst team in the NHL is the Arizona Coyotes. They are playing before junior hockey-sized crowds now, okay, in Glendale. So maybe they knew what they were doing by moving to a 5,000-seat rink. Still bewilders me. Bingo! I'll say it myself. Thank you. And uh, as we roll, by the way, waiting, uh, Kristen Anderson from the Calgary Sun and Harold will be with us in the next segment. So I'm just checking my phone to see if she's at the doors of the event center. Couple notes, Lee, and then you jump in wherever you want. Uh, CFL, the Edmonton Elks signed quarterback Michael Beaudry on Wednesday. He is Regina-born, but he left the Queen City as a kid. Played 11 games for the Idaho Vandals in 2020-21. Began his collegiate career at West Florida. Appeared in five games with the Yukon Huskies. So he's with three NCAA teams. I don't really know too many people in Regina that even know Michael Beaudry. Everybody's making a big deal out of this. I wish him well. Winnipeg Blue Bombers signed uh, American returner receiver Janarian Grant to a one-year contract on Wednesday. He's the one guy. Stampeder's special teams coordinator Mark Killam sat in that chair and said, he keeps me up at night, Janarian Grant. So there's that. So, Lee, because uh, we're running out of time in this segment, you're going to roll and have to come back later. 
NBA playoffs, CEBL signings. What's tickling your fancy these days? Well, there's so much going on as we, mm-hmm. you know, we're rolling into uh, the NBA playoffs where we we're getting down the path to the NHL. So, I mean, there is so much going on, uh, as you know, and uh, everything right now. I love it. I love it all. So, yeah, so uh, do I. you know, CBL's signing guys, I mean, they're in, the, you know, they're about a month and a half away from playing some basketball. So, I mean, there's a lot going on. You so, know what? I Thank you. As a 20-year VP of the Calgary Stampeders, running the Stampeders League, I want your take on this. CEBL, two teams today announced players. Hamilton Honey Badgers announced the signing of a local guy. Uh, I got his name here. Nicola, where the heck is it? Nicola Djogo, if I have that right. Serbian, I think. And the Newfoundland Growlers of the Canadian Elite Basketball League signing a Nigerian center, Chris Obapka, six foot nine. I feel like they're doing the global thing better than the CFL is doing the global thing. Yeah, I mean that, that was a, that's a brand new initiative this year, right? And um, again, great move to really engage, try to engage. You know, you have to remember it, it's these guys are playing all over the all over the world, right? And they're playing in some amazing leagues elsewhere. So bringing them in here uh, to play in the CBL just bringing up uh, audience and they're doing a great job of sure it. but that's the thing as a guy lee who worked in the cfl cebl nll am i missing something cpl olympics olympics my point is lee it's like these european players are coming to the canadian league and there's no seamless drop-off like is the level of play the same around the globe whereas the europeans are and mexicans are coming to the cfl and they can't get on the field i was just talking to a coach about that the other night my what i'm saying is the cebl seems to be doing this better than the cfl yeah i i mean obviously there's a lot more synergies of these guys moving around the league and um they're kind of interchangeable right so when the guys leave the CBL, they're going back to Europe, they're going to Asia, they're going to Australia, they're going to Europe. So it, it is, like, like I say, a little more incestuous. So to bring those guys in, you're going to have a lot of following because people are following where all these guys are playing. So uh, it's, it's working well it, for the CBL. It's working very, very well. Yeah, but they have to play. That's the and point. And they do play because they're, you know, is what happened there is there, there was seven Canadians, three American endpoint. So they dropped the um, U Sport player in favor of having the global player, right? So great move. It is a great, it's a great move for them and, and it's paying off. So sliding into the chat here as Lee brings the sizzle right out of the gate, and I knew that you would. Uh, Mark Zosel says if a Canadian NHL team drew the same crowds as the Coyotes, Bettman would have the team moved at the end of the season. Maybe. Well, I don't, that's the one thing that we don't understand. <laughs> I, I don't think we'll ever understand. It's an anomaly. Yeah. It's like, I don't get it. The, the whole thing, as we know. Like, it's, it's going to be frustrating for other cities to look at that and see what's going on. And um, I know we've delved into it a ton. And yeah, absolutely. I mean, as we, as we go in, um, every Canadian city is pretty much sold out um, every night of the year. So. From C. Walker on YouTube, Colorado is an absolute wagon. They are, but they're beatable. Jason in Red Deer says, biggest question for the Flames down the stretch is, how much do you work Markstrom? You work him till you clinch a playoff spot, which I can't believe they haven't yet. 
and clinch first in the division, then you sit him down, and then you play him every minute in the playoffs. Every freaking minute. Vasilevsky can do it in Tampa Bay. They can certainly do it here in Calgary with him. Oh, uh, the Dub fans are writing in. The Dub fans, I should mention this. We've got the commissioner coming up later on. Archdeep Bain scored two goals and added two assists to lead the Red Deer Rebels to an 8-3 route of the Hitman Wednesday in the WHL. I watched it on the TSN app because I didn't want to leave this wonderful resort in the blizzard. The Hitmen have lost three in a row. And in Langley, B.C., Jared Davidson netted a hat-trick as Seattle thumped Vancouver 6-0. So there are some people clamoring for some dub results. There you go. Lee, I will see you a little later on. All right. Appreciate you. Hanging. You betcha. Hanging. People, think about your featured game of the weekend. Text it into the text line, 902-518-3033 for our exclusive betting partner, betregal.ca. Pick the winner of that game. Lee has already said Vegas Flames tonight. He's got Calgary winning in overtime 4-3. I might have to take Vegas. They're my favorite team. Canada's team is in town. Hey, hey, what do you say? Big night. So text us, and if you are correct in your prediction, you will win a prize package and a random draw from Bet Regal, our exclusive betting partner, our betting daddy, Bet Regal. Kristen Anderson, we hope, next. Famed Calgary sports writer. You're watching the RP Show live from the Grey Eagle Resort and Casino on Game Plus, YouTube, and 24-hour sports radio at rodpeterson.com. Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. You gotta subscribe. Click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed. Gray Eagle Resort and Casino is the place to be. Episode number 738 of your favorite daytime sports and entertainment talk show. And we appreciate all the viewers coming over. We are not on Game Plus television today. And then tomorrow, there's no show at all. And I'll get to the comments because a lot of our viewers are weighing in on the Easter break. Uh, That's cool. We've had a timing snafu. So, Kristen Anderson from the Calgary Sun slash Herald will be with us in hour two, along with the commissioner of the Western Hockey League, Ron Robison, and our lacrosse insider, Stephen Stamp. So it's going to be a very busy hour two, but Lee and I can just slow it down. Because I felt like it was too rushed in that opening segment. Did you feel rushed? Ah, never. You're okay with it? I'm good with the pressure. <laughs> pressure cooker. Your middle name. It's your middle name. Uh, what is your middle name? Is it French? No, it's Roger. Ro- Roger. Roger. I'm only part French, so. Part Which part? Waist down? <laughs> ah, Whoa, Brady in Saskatoon writes in, 902 text line, Brady, says, hey, Rod, how about that game Vladdy put up yesterday? Not one placata, not two placata, but three. And an RBI? Blue Jays are looking very promising and very entertaining this year. I think you can pretty much write it up as home ice advantage for the Moose Jaw Warriors in the playoffs against the Blades. Have a great Easter break, Rod, Darren, and crew. So uh, thank you, Brady and Saskatoon, for that. This is the earliest in the year that I can tell you, Lee, that I'm checking my score app for American League East standings and stats, for instance, what each guy did at the plate the night before, George Springer and so forth. That's always my, um, that is always my barometer for interest level. It's good. I'm checking the app. Now, having said that, I just opened the app, and anybody that has the score app would notice this. First thing that popped up, 
promoting this weekend's USFL kickoff. It was the ad on there. Yeah, they're doing a great job. What do you think about that? Well, as you know, I'm big on the promotion, and it's mm-hmm. everywhere, right? And uh, I think, you know, you only get one time to launch. You only get one time to do it right. So uh, I think they're doing a lot of things right. And, uh, and I'm excited to see what happens with this. Because, I mean, obviously we've seen different iterations. And I know COVID played a big, big part in the uh, downfall of the XFL this, mm-hmm. you know, this past time around. So I think I'm excited. I want to see it work well. And I want to see all the energy around it, too, because they know they're going to have to come up with a bang and make things happen. Well, I work, as my bracelet says, one day at a time. I haven't really looked at the USFL schedule. I've got friends that are going to be in Birmingham this weekend for the opening kickoff. As we get into Easter weekend, I'll probably look up some dates. Maybe we should throw our own private watch party at the Shark Club near Foot Meadows. I'm in. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that was easy. Man, that was easy this weekend for the USFL kickoff. Watch party, Shark Club, Deerfoot Meadows. Shout out Brock over there. Uh, John Kirby in Edmonton watching says, since you guys have no show tomorrow, can today be football Friday? Today can be whatever you want it to be, John. Whatever you want. You throw the questions at us and we'll talk about it. Um, we're into viewer takeover early for taco time. For instance, C. Walker watching says the orders still need to have to prove their goaltending won't spring a leak in the playoffs. Well, we are where we are. You know, it's not changing now. Um, and C. Walker says, sorry, don't care about baseball until at least July. Well, that sucks to be you. I watched the ball game last night almost from start to finish, Lee. What was um, on your television or were you even near a television? I was, uh, what was I doing last night? I was working. I was, You're always I, working. I was busy. Yeah. Uh, I didn't get any sports last night. I was working. So yeah. uh, uh, it's tax time. So I think I was knee-deep in taxes. Well, fortunately, I have somebody doing that for me, as you can well imagine. Um, well, I have someone doing it, too. It's just getting all the docs. Oh, I've done all that. But John goes on to say in Edmonton, he says, there's no interest in the United States Football League at all. And our Navy friend Don chiming in on a de facto football Friday and says, it'll be interesting to see how the kickoffs are received from the U.S. public. I will be watching, but as I was saying with Ballantyne yesterday, I don't think you saw it. I'm the unicorn, I guess. I will watch anything. Put it on in front of me. I'll enjoy it. It's content, absolutely. Yeah, it's programming. It is programming, and it's new, and uh, I'm excited. I'm just excited to see what they do. I didn't bring my bell up from Florida, my gong for John. Um, but I will say, um, he says, I will definitely check out the USFL. And let's actually get right down to it, if you don't mind, Lee, because you're a marketer from way back. And as I said, the guys won championships in pro basketball, pro, pro football, pro lacrosse. When you said there's so much going on, do you not feel? I mean, I see it. We need to fight for the attention of the viewers in the media world with all the insiders that are out there and all the competition. We're in a competitive environment. Are the sports leagues and teams not as well? Yeah, absolutely. Like, I mean, you, you know, we talk about all these leagues and then you've got new leagues popping up, right? In Canada alone, you've got the CPL that has started. You've got the CBL that is starting. You've got, you know, uh, CFL here. And now you've got USFL. You've got golf. Um, you got F1. So, yeah, absolutely. We have to fight for it. 
Uh, we do an amazing job. You do an amazing job. So that's why we have um, the followers we do. So, but you know, everybody is popping up as as a de facto broadcaster and yeah. talking about sports. So um, nobody knows it better than you. So, um, but yeah, you got to fight for everything. You have to market, and you can never take your foot off the gas ever. Um, you know, and that's when I talk about leagues, especially if you're heading into your season. And if I don't know what's coming on. That's an issue. So. Yeah. Well, this is awesome with Lee. And not only is he our business consultant, but a co-host now for the week. And I'm just throwing in some... This is, I guess this has turned into Football Friday. It's turned into uh, a hodgepodge Friday, which is... Are you enjoying yourself? I always Because do. I am. Um, Mike Ramage, watching from Baseball Sask, says, Vladdy Jr. is an absolute beast. Go Blue Jays. We covered it at the top of the show. It was my second point. Cut finger. His finger was stepped on. There's a lot of guys that would not come back into the game. That's great. Yeah, Vladdy throws on a batting glove and knocks another one out of the yard. I love him even more now. From our viewer, Ted, in Red Deer. Hey, Rod, just curious. What was Lee's favorite sports gig? Football. I'm a big football guy. Um, I loved, you know, I loved launching the rush and winning a championship the way we did it. Um, but I'm, I'm a football guy, you know, I've worked in CFL, NHL, um, but I'm, I'm a football guy. I love football. Love it. So CFL specifically, then it was, was your well, Sam's gig. Yeah. Yeah. Ryan in Saratoga, New York says, I'll have to record the generals and stallions game since I'll be covering the huge game for the firewolves this weekend. That's NLL. He says, got to beat Philly to stay in the playoff hunt. What are they doing down here? Can you hear it? I think they're... Uh, There's something they're working on somebody's teeth. It's like they have a drill going. There's a dentist down the hall. It's all right. Not doing anything important down here. Don goes on to say, I'm more interested in the progress of the Canadian Premier League than how the USFL... XFL is doing. Oh boy, I said to you last night that I watched not only the Blue Jays, but two hours of YouTube videos on uh, meditation, law of attraction, that kind of thing. So uh, I learned a lot. Don, you're into that? Cool. I'll be into USFL and probably watching Fan Control Football League. I think there's room for us all. And I might actually dip my toe into that Defend the R documentary that a lot of people are talking about, the Red Blacks behind the scenes doc. Have you seen it? I haven't seen it, but yeah, I'd love, I'd love to catch it. Yeah, I think and I'm going to look into that this absolutely. week. That's one thing that it, I want to do. You know, and this is what teams need to be doing. They need to be going that extra mile. And, you know, people want to see the behind the scenes. I've, you know, co-produced shows before that have done that. And people love to hear the candidate. I try to come on here and be as candid as I possibly mm -hmm. can. Um, you know, people want to ask me something I may or may not answer. So, right yeah, But in. you've answered everything so far. Yeah, I mean, you know what? Uh, 30 years of pro sports, I got a lot of good stories and w I've worked with a lot, a lot of people. And you do, again, have to market in different platforms, whether it's Netflix, um, you know, putting together that behind the scenes look of, hey man, people want to know what their, what their favorite player is doing for dinner, what yes. he's doing on his night, what he's gaming, 
his workout regimen. They all they want to know that. I don't care as much as I used to, but I still do care. And I get where the fans are coming from. They really want to know, right? Yeah. Uh, but by the way, somebody brought in yesterday, uh, said that they wanted to talk about the XFL coaches, which were announced this week. And I said we would talk about it Friday, and then we don't have a Friday show. So I'm just going to bring this up here right now. And when people say, you know, what's your favorite gig? This isn't news to anybody, but I'm hockey, hockey, hockey. Hockey had a wonderful 20 years in the CFL, but I'm not interested in going back to the CFL. The hockey thing has been great. But, but pro football overall is exciting to me. These are the eight coaches in the XF, uh, USFL which were introduced. Mike Riley is going to coach the New Jersey Generals. He has a CFL background, does he not? Yes. Yeah, that's what I yes. thought. Yes, many years. Mike Riley, that's what I thought. Todd Haley is going to coach the Tampa Bay Bandits, and we all know Todd Haley was the coordinator in Arizona and Pittsburgh, right? Went to the Super Bowl with um, Bruce Arians. Todd Haley's big name, coaching the Tampa Bay Bandits. Uh, Bart Andrus, yeah. the Count, ha, ha, ha. He's head coach of the Philadelphia Stars. You could sit and tell stories about Bart Andrus forever. You remember him from the CFL. Were you in the Absolutely. CFL when he was in it? Um, trying to remember what years he was in it. Uh, His hair looked like it was lacquered on, uh, like the Count from Sesame Street. Yeah, uh, I'm trying to remember. I'm going to say yes. Larry Fedora is coaching the New Orleans Breakers. Kirby Wilson's coaching the Pittsburgh Maulers. I don't know Kirby Wilson. Do you? Uh, like the, all their, all their. This is on FoxSports.com. All their bios are on here. Skip Holtz. Coaching the Birmingham Stallions. Don't know him. Kevin Sumlin. We know Kevin Sumlin. Houston Gamblers. He's coaching the Houston Gamblers. Jeff Fisher, former uh, Rams coach and, and uh, Titans. Titans. He's coaching the Michigan Panthers. Jeff Fisher. Uh, and that's it. Those are the Wade, eight. Wade Phillips, no? The bum? Bum's kid? Uh, where is well, I don't think he's a head coach. He's potentially a coordinator there. Corey Chamberlain is on the coaching staff, I believe, of Birmingham. So those are the coaches that were announced this week. I'm going to take a timeout, and again with Lee, everything that you all want to talk about today here in Hour 1 is on the table. Kristen Anderson from the Calgary Sun flipped to Hour 2, along with WHL Commissioner Ron Robison. So keep the comments coming, everybody. We're having a great time. It's our final show of the week ahead of Easter. We're broadcasting live from Great Eagle Resort and Casino, and you're watching on Game Plus TV Network, YouTube live streaming, and you can always find the podcast wherever the best podcasts are found, including Apple, Stitcher, and Spotify. Head to YouTube.com slash The Rod Peterson Show now. You gotta subscribe. Click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed. Broadcasting live from Great Eagle Resort and Casino at Hey Calgary. Get ready to catch the Icelandic worldwide phenomenon Kaleo with over 1 billion streams worldwide and countless sold out shows spanning from Moscow to London. Kaleo is finally bringing their show Fight or Flight Tour to Calgary May 5th here at the Great Eagle Event Center. Find your tickets at Ticketmaster.ca. We've got Lee Genier with us. And coming up in hour two, the commissioner of the Western Hockey League, Ron Robison, and uh, Calgary Flames writer from the Sun and Herald, Kristen Anderson. But first, a sports update. The Newfoundland Growlers of the Canadian Elite Basketball League announced the club has signed Nigerian center Chris Obebka 
for this upcoming season. Six foot nine center from McCurdy, Nigeria. He is currently suiting up for a Guinean club, SLAC, in Basketball Africa League. The Ball. And the Hamilton Honey Badgers of the CEBL announced the signing of Hamilton native Nicola DeJogo. That was this morning. He led Salt Fleet High School to an Ontario AAA championship, uh, committed to the University of Notre Dame afterwards. Um, I said Serbian, but that not, might not be right. The big names, Djokov, Djokovic, yeah, that's Serbian, right? Djokovic is in the tennis world. Yeah. I, just, I don't want to get his nationality wrong. Who's the big one in the NBA? You, you're the NBA uh, guy. <laughs> um, Jokic? Jokic, yeah. Is that Serbian? Um, Croatian. That's the one. I apologize. I apologize. Croatian. I know to them that's like me, us being confused between American, Canadian, or Milestone Lang, our hometowns. Great Croatian. Place. Yeah, and Croatian. huge over there. I was in Croatia a couple years ago. Huge, huge. Uh, Obviously. Yeah. Um, the NBA is off tonight, but the play-in games will conclude Friday when the Atlanta Hawks take on the Cleveland Cavaliers and the New Orleans Pelicans visit the Los Angeles Clippers. The two teams are playing for the right to be the number eight seeds in the Eastern and Western Conferences. And Canadians Brooke Henderson, Maud, Amy LeBlanc, and Maddie Zurich are all in danger of missing the cut at the LPGA's Lot Championship in Hawaii. Leader Hannah Green shot a 66 in his six under par for the tournament, while the Canadian trio are all above par heading into round two. This uh, sports update brought to you by Ballers Rec Room. Check out our facelift and brand new line of games for the Tab Brewhouse and Drive Through Liquor Store and for Red Bull Canada. Red Bull gives you wings. Just one more thing sponsor love, but I'm not joking. It's our last day of the week, last show of the week. Get in your featured game of the week, everybody, for betregal.ca. Text us now. I'll read some of them. 902-518-3033. The game you're looking forward to the most. Pick the winner. And if you're right, you'll go into a random draw for a gift package from our friends at Bet Regal, who we just found out are sending out all the prize packages this week. How do you likely the NBA play-in tournament? Because this is, what, second, third year of them doing it? For sure the second, maybe more. I think it's the third year. What do you think of it? Um. I, I mean, I think it's great. I mean, I think it's great for them um, from a branding aspect, for sure. I mean, um, you can't do, do any wrong with it. No, well, here's my thing. <sighs> That's why you're a good yin to my yang, similar to Darren. Maybe we're the three in there, the yawn, the yin, and the yang, something. I thought the NHL, when they had the 2014 play-in with the bubble, they'd keep it. I loved it. Best of three, sorry, best of five for the first round. The top teams had a bye. Why wouldn't they stay with that? Um, I'm just going to go revenue. More revenue. Right, but to have 24 teams in the playoffs rather than 16, would that not bring more revenue? You're the executive guy. Um, You know, it it might be just them trying to return to some, some normalcy, right? I mean, you had some years, obviously, COVID, you had anomalies everywhere. So um, it might seem like a good idea to have 24 teams opposed to 16. But again, you got to get back to your, your standard um, 
what you've done forever. It's just a bigger version of what the NBA is doing, though. Please tell me the difference. I'm sorry, I'm not getting it, Lee. Because it's creating more interest in more markets. It's making games more important down the stretch. For instance, the Raptors had to play their asses off to make sure that they were fifth because they didn't want to slide into that play-in. It eliminates meaningless games, tanking in a way. I don't see the detriment of why they wouldn't have a 2014 play-in in the National Hockey League. With all due respect, I don't, I'm not sure you explained it well enough to me. <laughs> I'm sorry. I, I, you know, I can't explain everything. What, um, That's true. You, you know, of what these, what leagues and league executives are thinking, what's good and what's not. So, I mean, we could yeah. d- debate it all day probably. Yeah. Well, my cousin Christine in Medicine Hat writes in. She says, I thought the Clippers were out. No. They got one more chance to get in tomorrow night. So that's what's exciting about it. Uh, Randy from the peg with a good comment. He says, I hate the play in too many teams and teams with games below 500 getting in. That's possible too. Yeah. I mean, you kind of open yourself up to that. Yeah. Do you want, you want the creme de la creme of why teams fight so hard for those top spots, right? So fair, but then we have a little thing in the NFL called the NFC East. Where crap, like crappy teams get in, right? Well, so well, I guess that nothing's perfect, right? Yeah, I mean the wild card, a little different, but yeah, I mean it, you've got uh, you've got a lot of games there, right? You know, as opposed to NFL, where you're playing eighteen games and then you're playing eighty-two games in basketball, so a little different. To the viewers, Gino watching in Okotoks, the voice of the Oilers, he says, Kaleo are unreal. Again, they're bringing their award-winning show to the Grey Eagle Event Center May 5th. Gino goes on to say, also shout out to former Okotoks Oilers defenseman Nick Blankenberg getting a point in his first NHL game for Columbus and the game's third star. Last night, Okotoks bit the dust, losing out to Brooks. In that, what, third round series? Yeah, they're going to the fourth round, the league final. Uh, it will be Brooks versus Spruce Grove. I'm on top of it. Summertime for you, Gino. Darren in Salt Lake City. When I read off the list of coaches for the USFL, I guess what I missed here, Darren in Salt Lake City watching says, the actually, Rod, the XFL announced their coaches for 2023 Wednesday. Wade Phillips. Bob Stoops. Oklahoma great, Reggie Barlow, Anthony Beck, Jim Hazlitt, Rod Woodson, Heinz Ward, and Terrell Buckley. So because this is a de facto football Friday, we don't have time to get into that in this segment, but we'll get into it next if you wish. I just wonder how you feel about the XFL, who isn't even going to kick off in a year, announcing for another year, announcing their coaches. Well, you know, they're there, and I stand corrected, so... That's where I saw Wade and my apology to our viewers. But. You don't need to apologize for anything because with multiple spring leagues now happening, it's confusing for everybody. Yep. But, you know, and this is where, you know, XFL is going to do things differently as they're announcing their coaches, building the brand. They need, to, you know, is a longer runway and that's going to help the league, right? So on everything they're doing, right, is as opposed to just starting, um, Right here now is, hey, let's build the teams. Let's market the teams. You like what they're doing, huh? Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. More with Lee next on a Taco Time viewer takeover. And what would you say to some Taco Time today? It's a buy one, get Uh, one half off. (laughs) You see his face, Brighton? 
when I said that, I think it's going to be a taco time day for us. Can I do one of those Homer things? <laughs> the drool? <laughs> Absolutely. By the way, coming up in hour two, WHL Commissioner Ron Robinson. I wore my best clothes for that interview with Ron coming up. Also, Kristen Anderson, Calgary Flames writer, and our NLL insider, Stephen Stamp. It's all coming up. We are live from Grey Eagle Resort and Casino on YouTube live today. And, of course, you're catching the podcast wherever the best podcasts are found, including Apple, Stitcher, and Spotify. Have you subscribed to the Rod Peterson Show YouTube channel yet? Head to YouTube.com slash The Rod Peterson Show now. Broadcasting live from Great Eagle Event Center, Calgary's entertainment destination. It is uh, the Taco Time viewer takeover segment of the show, the one which everybody loves so much, including Lee and I. Taco Time with over 120 locations across Canada. There's always one near you, and today it is uh, buy one, get one half off. You want to hit another Taco Time, Lee, or just our usual today? Now let's go to a different one. Want to find another one? Yeah. Who knew that Calgary was a Taco Time mecca? We found that out once we, uh, once we started situating the show here. So as I mentioned, it is Taco Time Viewer Takeover, and we're asking the viewers your featured game of the night, the weekend. For us, it's a four-day weekend. We're not on the, on the air until Tuesday from here. So, so look at that calendar and tell me what you're looking forward to the most. Lee has already went out on a limb and said tonight's Flames, Golden Knights game in the Saddledome's his game. He's picked the Flames to win 4-3. In overtime. In overtime. Our guy Jack is watching in Vulcan, Alberta. He's written in on the text line. You see the number on the screen, 902-518-3033. He says, Flames will win 4-2 tonight. I'm just going to be the fly in the ointment and take the Golden Knights to win tonight, and I'm going to say 5-4. But I'm very excited to see Jack Eichel play tonight. I'm excited to see Vegas overall. And all the great WHL grads on the Golden Knights, my favorite team, Chandler Stevenson, of course. Pat's great. Randy in Winnipeg writes in. He says, uh, good morning, RP crew. Pass winner, playing for fun here. He says, Raptors 76ers game of the weekend. He says, the Raps will win game one. And John in Winnipeg says the same thing. Raptors win over the Philly 76ers. They're opening in Philly, Lee. You're a basketball guy. What is your take on this series? Well, like I said before, you know, the other day that the, the Raps are coming in as, as underdogs, and I love that's the perfect spot you want to be. I mean, obviously, they won their season series against the Sixers, so you know what? They're going in, and again, playoffs, they're going to bring the fire, uh, you know, the, the, the fire in the belly there, so I'm excited to see it. So I'm going with the Raps coming out, playing hard, and um, taking the series. Wow. Well, my cousin watching in Medicine Hat, Christine, says boo to Shaq. Have you seen the clip yet that Shaquille O'Neal predicted a Raptors yeah. being swept? There's no way this happens, does it? No. No. Yeah. Well, it's, you know, here's the tough part about being a Fairweather fan. I only follow the NBA in the playoffs. I saw some highlights of the Clippers game the other night, and I didn't see Kawhi Leonard on the floor. Can somebody tell me? Maybe my cousin Chris needs to tell me, is Kawhi, is he there? Is he hurt? What's going on? Are you? I, I don't know. They might. I'm, I'm not sure. We'll okay. Have, 
we'll have to um that's the problem with being a fair weather fan it's hard it is hard to stay on top of everything i got my plate full here with the blue jays metal shingle guy writes in on the 902 line not with a featured game on the weekend but he says any word on your new team's quarterback jt barrett USFL, bring it. He says, wonder if he's uh, throwing in any Edmonton Elks tryout camps. I have no idea, man. It is um, CFL offseason. I guess they're having all their tryout camps in Florida this weekend. But I, one day at a time, I'm excited about the Flames and Golden Knights. I'll worry about the rest over the weekend. I've already picked Vegas to win tonight 5-4 in overtime. I'm very excited to, about the game. But, Lee, because you spent... 20 years with the Stampeders. I asked you this in the break. I'll put it to you now. Would you do anything different as a CFL right now? Because you said you love what the USL fell's doing, the XFL. What should, could the CFL be doing different right now? Well, one from the league office, the teams right now, they should be marketing the heck out of everything that they're doing um, and just seeing more of it, right? Is Again, it, you're coming off um, two very funky years in the CFL, so th- it should be everywhere. Like they say, the, the more you see it, the more you're going to be engaged as you go down. I mean, it's April April 13th, right? So I'm not seeing a lot out there. I know teams are working hard because my friends are executives out there. And, um, you know, I just we need to see more of it in our face out earlier to get people excited about what's going on. This is now is when they're buying tickets. That's exactly right. Last minute of play in hour one. Last minute. Mm-mm-mm. Uh Andrew Stute, Quebecer, watching the show, he says Kawhi Leonard is hurt. That might be why that they're playing for their play-in lives on Friday. Uh, With our good friend Xavier Moon. Yeah, he's he signed the big ticket. That's right. With the LA Clippers, probably right. most famous player to ever play in the CEBL. Obviously, yeah, he'd have I, to be. Well, I would say for sure. Mm-hmm. We will pause for the top hour break and a very big hour two upcoming. Ron Robinson of the dub, Kristen Anderson from the Calgary Sun, and more with Lee and some NLL talk. Stick around right after this break. YouTube and Game Plus. Head to YouTube.com slash The Rod Peterson Show now. You gotta subscribe. Click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed. Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. And it works everywhere I write. Summarizing a doc only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.